Kane's Big Joe for Absolute Comfort, your trusted independent American Standard Air dealer. And owner Chris Wedekin sells the Mitsubishi Electric Mini Split, a great option for heating and cooling where ductwork can't be installed. If you have one of those homes that has baseboard heat or electric heat, ceiling cable heat, these can be specifically designed for those houses because in those houses it's very difficult to have them do all the construction and remodeling that goes with adding ductwork into those types of homes. Find out more by going to absolutecomfort.org. Absolute Comfort is your trusted independent American Standard Air Mitsubishi Electric Elite Ductless Pro Dealer. sunny skies good afternoon this is a little show called the first day the wibc sunday magazine show it's old as time i'm not well yeah i am <laughs> you just told me you were the end of the baby boomers i know it yeah. i'm terry that's denny hi kylan's over there to my left you're not as old as you give yourself credit Thank you, little angel. Uh, she might. Here's you can go cookie. follow us, First Day with Terry Stacy on Facebook. Our oh, would you? Yes, please. Greg Cooper and Lisa Phillips do. Yeah. Yes. We do. They are having so much fun, and we're feeding them so many Heidi Ho cookies. Oh, thank you, Mrs. Dilger. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. Right. Ken Dilger. We're going to hear Ms. more about that. Mrs. Dilger, killing, mm. it, with the, no. killing it with the sweets. Uh, they're from Crossroads Collective. And uh, they're hanging out with us. Real estate consultants, they're going to hang out with us for another, oh, 40 minutes or so. But we're glad you're hanging out in the studio. I do want to mention that, um, what was it? Oh, it's National Anthem Day. The National Anthem? The National Anthem Day. I told Kylan about it. And Kylan said, oh, what about the little Pacers girl? girl. Oh, man. Mm. I felt so bad. She, bless her heart. She's adorable. Cute as could be. She is adorable. And she's got lots of fans. Uh, she was here. National Anthem Day. I, I bring this up because I always thought Whitney Houston did the best. Mm-hmm. She's the one who made me cry. Fire. Super Bowl. For the yep. Super Bowl. Best rendition I think I've ever heard in my entire life. Um, it was also a time of crisis around. I mean, it was yeah. wartime. So it, war, yeah. it certainly made your heart even swell bigger when you heard Whitney Houston sing it. But still, regardless, amazing rendition. I loved it. But there has always been... Another popular song that people have often said, this should be our national anthem, and that's America the Beautiful. Hmm. So if you if you could change the national anthem, what do you think about America the Beautiful? Uh-uh. No. I want to stick with America. Ray Charles? No, it's a lovely Ooh, song. Oh, Ray Charles. Now we're <laughs> No, wait a minute. But Come on. Oh. The aforementioned Mr. Charles will not be singing that. Well, no, you're right. At, at this point in time. <laughs> But, uh, unless you know, there's no, but I think that's what modern medicine that I'm what, unfamiliar with. What is with. wrong with the national anthem? I'm with Other you. than it's very it's hard, hard to sing. It's yes, a hard right. song, it's a hard song, and I believe to... that it was taken from a drinking song, right? Yes, it was. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what the drinking song was, but... In the day. In the day. But, what was that, know, 1800s, 1700s? When was that? I don't know what. Yeah, that was like when you were 10, right? He was a big boozer, okay? 1812. Following the War of 1812... America the Beautiful is one that oftentimes people say this should be this should be the national anthem. That's what Florence Henderson always uh, sang. You know, she was I from know. Indiana, mm-hmm. and whenever we would broadcast from the circle, Florence would always wink at me and throw me. Yes. Oh, during the oh. 500 Festival Parade. Yep. Danny got we were, a we yeah. were tight yeah. there, me and Flo. He- yeah. <laughs> it was another plumber Mrs. she Brady. was winking at. Me. No, it was not another plumber. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, no, Terry, I'm anthem. a traditionalist. I'm for the Star I agree. Spangled it's Banner. a lovely pairing. We'll never change the song, and it should never be changed. But there is there is always a question on this particular day when we talk about the National Anthem Day. It is it is a question of, oh, I wish it was this. Or I always liked um, God Bless the USA yes. by, what was his name? Doesn't uh, matter. Uh, God Bless the USA. Who was it? I can Never. see him, and I can't think of the name. I didn't say Eddie Rabbit. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's either one of those. Here's something that I learned in the last couple of days. You know, the Articles of Confederation were before our Constitution. And the Articles of Confederation said, and all 13 colonies agreed to this, that should Canada ever want to join the United States, it could be immediately, that they would accept them immediately. And that was written into the Articles of Confederation. I didn't know that. I know. None of us did. Did you get that from that bathroom book? I did. I got it from the bathroom book you gave me. <laughs> Terry gave so me for smart. Christmas gave me a bathroom book that is of useless knowledge. It's, yes. it's not useless. <laughs> All right, he used it once. That's a book yep. you can take in, but you can never bring out. <laughs> that's uh, right. You just can't. You have to, have to stay right. there. That's for the time that's right. bathroom books. Uh, so anyway, I, I do want to thank John Dyer from the Service Club. I was invited to speak at the from the Fred Heckman podium uh, at their service lunch this past week. Denny, uh, Larry sends his best. Larry says hello. I took a picture of him so you'd know who Good he deal. was. He mentioned that you had been there and spoken at that with that particular group. It was super fun. I loved every minute. Got to see some some friends I'd, I'd known from the past, Jim Thompson and others. But I thank you for that invitation. Also, it was Read Across America Day this past Friday. Friday, and I had a chance to once again read with the Indiana Pacers and the Indiana Fever at uh, William McKinley School on the south side of town. Fun, super fun time, Boomer. Everybody came out and kids got tickets, and it was just a great time reading Dr. Seuss books, which are incredibly hard. Lee uh-huh. Greenwood. God bless Lee you. Lee Greenwood. Yeah. Thank yes. You, thank you, Tim Jensen. Thank he, you. I, he just sent me Love that song. Yeah. And that song can make me cry too. Anyway, I mention it because there's such a buzz about. Caitlin Clark. Oh mm-hmm. my gosh, that oh. girl is coming to Indy. She's, she's got a boyfriend yep. that works for the Pacers. She's got a boyfriend that works for the Pacers. This is spectacular. I, I mean, I love it. Mothers and daughters already planning draft parties. I, I mean, know it. That is so. I just right. think it is absolutely spectacular. I mean, little Me girls too. are going to have a hero as they deservedly should have, and, and it's going little to, boys too. I mean, well, well, too. But for the little girls, this is somebody. Right? Yes, they haven't, we haven't had somebody that, like that, this that for a while. Gonna, yeah, we're going to get to see, and I think it's absolutely spectacular. They're selling season tickets like crazy. Tickets are on sale right now. Uh, as soon as as soon as it dropped that she was, you know, she was going to enter the draft immediately. The fever put up, posted on social media, season tickets, season tickets, and people are are jacked up. They how are about, so excited. How about her always playing in front of a sold out crowd? Right. in her pro career. Is that a myth? That's exactly right. I mean, the, the, the ESPN early this year announced they were covering the Fever's first two games. As oh, I, they did. And so it's one of them's like at oh Mohegan Sun against the Connecticut team or someplace. <laughs> I don't know, out east. But I, but it, they're literally. That's I mean, it. but the the ratings will be gigantic for that, and just it's it's going to have a it buzz. Will. That it's it really, really and will. it's coming fast because their season starts in May. It does. You're absolutely right. It's right around the corner. Here's and so when I, she made that I think, announcement, <laughs> excuse me, I think the Pacers are going to get involved. With him too, I I rather imagine the guys are going to come over just, just to watch her play. They yeah. do, and they will. Yeah. They absolutely will. It will it will be crowds like we've not seen in a long time for a Fever game. You know, and it's I love it. Her and Aaliyah Boston together, it's going to be. Yeah. I mean, I, I I have kind of been a lukewarm fan of the women's sport. I will admit that Me and too. own it. But 
I will pay attention. And we've got two f- incredible players and a great supporting cast of, of players and certainly management and coaches. No, you're right. You're absolutely right. And, and um, it was so interesting because I heard Jake Query, who is on our at noon on our sister station, The Fan. And he said, and I thought this was appropriate. He said, Caitlin Clark is like the gateway drug to women's professional basketball yeah. because nobody's eyes are on it and until she plays and now she's kind of opened that door Ooh. and more and people are watching yeah. and watching women's basketball. He had a lot so of great things on that this week and I, I couldn't agree with him more. He, yeah. that, she's, a, she's a phenomenon. She really is. You know? She's she's like nothing we've seen in a, in a while. So And we can sure use her. We can use some good news with uh, the fever. And so anyway, that's awesome. All right, Kylan, take a break. Yeah, Should can we? we get to a listener Question oh, yeah. after? Uh-huh. Sure. When we come after back? After the break, yeah. Let's do. If you Love have a it. question, 317-239-9393. You're listening to The First Day. Greg's waving his hands back and forth. I think, he's trying, whole, st- I think he's trying to start the wave here in the studio. Did it you was, see Mama Mia this I week? I did. It was fantastic. I watched it opening night. Mm. Sold out crowds. There's only three tickets left for today's performance at one. Very sad, but it was amazing. Standing ovation. We had a little concert at the end. It was fantastic. It, I'm last so day, glad you got to go. She took Allison. Also for the NFL Combine. Oh, if you yeah. Head over there. It's defensive line day, I think. I, I love seeing the like the, the the groups that mimic like the ABBA. There's a, an ABBA pretend group that plays kind yeah, of perfect. Yeah, the covers. You know, I, well, I get a little choked up during Fernando. I got to admit it. Oh my, Craig, why? Got a little oh This is the time. I love of, learning about you. This is the time of year though when all the boys and sometimes the girls are getting ready to ask somebody to go to prom. Mm. Oh, it is prom time. Oh, it is getting prom time. Yep. It, I gotta love go going out to eat and seeing. You know, the I cool guys coming in, the cool girls and everything, and just watching the personalities, and really nothing changes. I know. But the years, we were the same way. 1218, it's 56 degrees. Kylan, call? Yeah, we have Mike on the line. Uh-oh. Welcome to the first day, Mike. Hi, Mike. Hi, thanks, folks. Love the program. Thank you. Um, Love you, Mike. My wife and I will be um, hopefully downsizing within the next year from a uh, uh, pretty large, uh, fairly large home we've been in for the last 27 years. Oh, Good for you. Boy. We've been we've been getting rid of things for the last well, it seems like a couple years, including over one ton of baseball card <gasps> collection. Oh, you got rid of them? I hope you made some money off of something. That's what he's buying uh, the new home with. <laughs> no, not quite. I yeah. probably should have sold them during the pandemic when the price, as I found out later, went up. Anyway, um, uh, my question, yeah, we've done a lot of improvements at home, spent like 60 grand on it in the last two years, Um, uh, mainline sewer that was Mm. clogged, uh, roof, um, new heating and air conditioning system, all new landscaping in front. We still have a couple bathrooms that need updating. But my question is, is a seller warranty a good idea as kind of an insurance uh, for a homeowner uh, selling a house so that there aren't any surprises or to stay out of court, as Greg mentioned a little while ago, uh, after a sale? Interesting. So what you're saying, is there something that I can do so that if something goes bad, I step up and I pay for that or I buy a policy. Is that what I understand, Tim? 
or money. Correct. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Seller's warranties. Are they out there? Yes. Um, usually it's negotiated. Okay. But in some, I will say this, in the heat of the market, buyers have waived, they're not asking for it. Which it used to be that they would ask the seller to pay for the home warranty. That wow. was more of the traditional Sounds model. Sounds like you're off the hook, Mike. Well, well I'm not but, saying it's not a bad idea. Mike's offering to he's yeah, trying he's to consider whether to or not it. to do it, which which I think is a a great tool to yes. limit your liability, and it's a great attraction for, for buyers buyer. since nobody is doing it on the seller side right now. You would probably make yourself stand out by offering that. And congratulations on making some non sexy updates and improvements. Except that sewer tile, that's sexy. <laughs> well, the sewer blind. There's nothing more sexy than the sewer line and a great big ditch dug in your front yard. Listen, people will put up with with sewage problems, but they won't put up with hot no hot water. Did you know that? People will stand up to their knees in raw sewage in the basement, but if they don't have hot water, same for yourself. The same thing with air conditioning. They'll go with weeks without heat, but if you get turn off their air conditioning, they're ready to fight. Yeah, this that's just human nature. Well, good luck, Mike. Mike, yeah, good luck. Does that help a little bit? Anything else? No, our intent is to have peace of mind during the process. I think you're off to a great yes, start, man. Really great start. Thanks for calling. Appreciate it. Wow. It's uh, 12:21. I just need to do this, guys, real quick. Um, IndyCar starts their season one week from today. One of our favorite IndyCar drivers, Dan Weldon, nicknamed the Lionheart, killed in a crash in Vegas, uh, 2011. Mm-hmm. But the HBO sports documentary, The Lionheart, directed and produced by filmmaker Laura Brownson, debuts on March 12th on HBO mm-hmm. and available to stream on Mar- in, uh, on my on Max. I spoke with Susie Weldon about the film and I asked her about seeing the documentary in its completed form for the first time. Yeah, I mean, you know, certainly all the the emotions and feelings as you would expect and, and, you know, overwhelmed with just, you know, it had been a a project that we started back in 2020. So to kind of see it all come together um, was pretty incredible. And, you know, I think Laura did an amazing job of kind of telling two stories at the same time. Obviously, the story of Dan and his rise to IndyCar stardom and 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 obviously the tragic accident and then the boys and how they're carrying on his legacy and in, in their racing as well so um it's you know it's kind of surreal it's, it's definitely a weird experience you know watching yourself or watching your story uh, on the big screen like that but um again i think that um, everybody involved just did an amazing um job with the project and really created an environment for the boys and i to um you know, tell the story really authentically and to be vulnerable and, and to share as much as, as we could. And um, I'm just really happy with with how it worked out. And, and I'm excited for everybody to see it. You lose your husband and now your boys. Your boys want to follow in mm-hmm. their father's legacy in this sport. Yeah. And people will, I'm sure, have asked you, you know, how do you do it? How do you how do you watch that? Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, there's definitely mixed emotions with it all, definitely. I mean, I've been around the sport for a long time, and, um, you know, watching Dan race, obviously, but... You know, I'm I'm a mom first, and so that those those feelings obviously come to the surface a lot. And watching them race out there, but ultimately it was you know their decision. I think I always said in my mind that I would at least give them the opportunity and present it to them. But certainly anything that they wanted to do with it was completely their decision. You know, and yeah. uh, you know I've obviously had to guide them and and. Um, you know, be the one taking them to all the races and things like that. So from that standpoint, but but if there was ever a time where they looked at me and was like, this is not, I don't want to do this, this isn't for me. It's like, okay, let's, you know, that's fine. So yeah. 
um, I, I always gave them that control and that power to, to be able to walk away or, or to decide if that's something that they wanted to do. Susie Weldon, who's with us, do you think the boys are on the same career path as their dad, or you think they're just having fun right now? <laughs> no, they're they're definitely in it, for sure. They're I mean, it. at this point, yeah. And, and, you know, that was something that I think became pretty clear um, pretty quickly. And so, you know, they've invested so much and, and you know, us as a family have invested so much time and obviously resources and obviously having the support of Andretti now and, and GameBridge is just incredible to see how far they've come. But um, they definitely are, are in it to kind of go all the way. So, so trust the process, as they say, and we'll see what happens. <laughs> You will hear our entire conversation with Susie Weldon next week. I enjoy talking to her so much. Again, the documentary, The Lionheart, debuts Tuesday, March 12th at 9 p.m. on HBO and available to stream on Max. Terry Stacy, along with Denny Smith, Kylan Talley, it is 1225. Our friends Greg Cooper and Lisa Phillips are here with Crossroads Collective. They've got some open houses that are coming up uh, soon, so we're going to get ready to say goodbye to them. But before we let you go, guys, I mean, what else do you, is there something really important you need to get out before we say goodbye. I think I would offer that if you're considering buying a home this year, whether you have one already or whether it's your, whatever it is, if you, whatever you're going to do, if you're going to consider buying a home this year, I want you to have confidence that you're going to make a good decision because of what's going to happen in the next three to five years for value growth because of a lack of inventory. If you buy a home this year or next year, it is going to be a great investment that you're going to have in the latter part of the 2020s. I don't think that you can I make can't a mistake. Remember, I can't remember if we were on air or off air, but you said you put down $12,500 and the house appreciates by $35,000. You've already made money in the first year and a half or two years. Buy a $250,000 house, put 5% down. 5% that's 12, down. Five. That's 12, five. If it goes up 10% this year, and I believe it will, you will have made $25,000 in equity for investing 12,000 and living it's, it's, and, and you'll have a place to live you it's do. hard to argue with that type of um, increase in prices I mean really and don't let the election noise that's going to bound be coming oh. at us no do not let the election noise deter you when you, guys, mean, be a lot when you guys get in your cars leave it on here because I've got some information about some front running that's taking place in the stock market right now yeah I think it will only be a good thing for the real estate market. Awesome. We're promising. tuned in. We're, we're, we're wired. Yeah. We're not letting you go, Denny. Man, you are like a gerbil on speed, man. You are wired The hamster here. wheel is moving pretty fast in my I world I guess today. so. I better, we, we better get on this. Just want to make sure Works we know where we're going to go see the open houses. Greg for or Lisa first. Greg's earliest. I'm going to a Creek Ridge Drive in Lawrence Township, $450,000 house with a lot of space and a beautiful lot. Come see me. And Lawrence North, by the way, they won. They're they still did. Really did. Yeah. They run the first time. The, uh, the, uh, they the sectional. Champions. They yeah. sure did. Okay, Lisa? I will be at 61st in Guilford from 3 to 5, and it, then you can find me next week in Bates Hendricks because I got a new listing coming on the market. Is there a sign in the front if they get to 61st in Guilford? Yeah, it's, gonna be it's able to two houses at 60. And I'm two. obvious. I am a monstrosity. Okay. <laughs> You guys are so good. We love We're you so guys. glad. Thank yes. you so much for coming. We're crazy about you. Always good information. And if anybody wants to get a hold of you, again, social media is a great place to find Greg Cooper, Lisa Phillips, but also CrossroadsCollectiveHomes.com, another good spot. Any place yep. else? 
That's the best. That's the best. That's the best. It Thank is. you, guys. Thanks for joining us. Come back and see us. Love you guys. We'll be back whenever it's appropriate. We'll we be it. very soon. It's twelve twenty-seven. Coming up, and I don't know. I just had a, a brain thing, but uh, tomorrow is World Obesity Day, and I started thinking about the diets, the fad diets, the ones that maybe your parents decided to do, and when the parents decided to go on a diet, then the rest of the family did suffer too, right? Salad, soups for dinner, that kind of thing. Remember the Dolly Parton soup diet? We're going to talk a little bit about fad diets when we come back after the news on 93 WIBC. It's 1235, 1236 now. Uh, 93 WIBC. When they are here, it just zooms by. They're terrific. Just terrific. We've got food news ahead. Heidi Hose, by the way, is what we will be tasting. I love the mm-hmm. name. A little conversation with Heidi Dilger. Yep. Remember Ken? It's his wife. Oh, that's how it got Colts, Heidi. Former Colts, Ken Dilger. His wife is now is a baker. Uh, one o'clock, we've got IU versus Maryland. Didn't even pay attention, but yeah, we've got a game for you coming up. Pre-game will start at one o'clock, IU versus Maryland. Am I right about that, Kai? 1 yeah. p.m. 1 p.m. the game. It's the Terrapins. Hadn't even been paying attention yeah. to IU, and I'm sorry. Well, not really. Purdue won last night. That was pretty cool. Uh, they okay. clinched. They clinched part of the Big Ten title. You know, they they can, sure did. They can win it they outright. They sure did. They Boiler absolutely up. did. Boiler up. I didn't have much enthusiasm when I said it, did I? No, you didn't, but that's okay. Yeah, you keep up. it for Caitlin Clark and the fever. <laughs> All right, guys. It's time for a little uh, investing sense with Denny Smith. Now, you can't shoot me for the news today. Denny. I just went out and found what I found. You've got a friend in Denny. And sometimes it's helpful and sometimes it's not. You've got a friend in him, even if it's a different time of day. You just remember what your friend Denny said. Denny. Here you go, Denny. Tell you know, I'm still an investment <laughs> investment advisor at heart. I got my CFP a few years ago, and and I still look at things as an investor looks at them. There is something that happened very visibly this week that really shook me, and because it it foretells things that I don't want to think about. There were four billionaires that sold a lot of company stock, and between the four of them, they pocketed nine billion dollars. It only represented less than 5% of their wealth. So you can imagine how much money these guys are worth. But within hours of those transactions, something happened that really made me sit up and take notice. First of all, Bitcoin went through the roof. It went up about 20% in two days. Gold and silver went up. And normally, the gold and silver market is hammered down by the powers that be because they don't want anybody to think that the dollar is is at risk. But Jeff, Who are Be- those powers to be? They're very rich people, Terry. So uh, they're keeping the gold and silver. They're trying to keep I, it down. I, the evidence is out there by GATA. The, the, there's an organization called GATA.org who has 
has shown that the, there is a concerted effort to keep prices down. But Jeff Bezos, Jamie Dimon, Mark Zuckerberg, and the Walton family. <gasps> the see, Walton family the from, the, from the Walton's Mountain? No, no, no. Wal- the Walmart family. They seem to be recognizing that the dollar is in a predicament. And I guess we really shouldn't be surprised that there is a potential for the strength of the dollar to be tested, even though we are told statistically that the economy is growing when it's really not. We got some labor figures out this week that really just um, irritated me. They were they were pissy numbers. They said that we have added jobs. Well, what they didn't tell you is that we lost $75,000 jobs and people are taking two $30,000 jobs just to make the same amount of money. So it looks like we have job growth when we don't have job growth. And it's it's a dishonest way for the government to prop up people politically, but it's a lie. In the last 50 years, the dollar has lost 99 and three quarters of percent of its value. In 50 years. Mm. That, and, and for the last couple of weeks here on Investing Sense, I suggested that we might be going through a crack-up boom, a time when the stock market keeps going up and inflation is eating everybody's lunch. Now, everybody is hoping that the Fed's going to cut rates. And when I told Lisa and Greg that I don't think they're going to do that because if the minute they cut it, that means they're no longer trying to protect the dollar and gasoline prices are going to go to $6 a gallon. I, I'll put Ugh. that down there. So what are the billionaires telling us that with these front-running trades? They're probably swapping out their assets as we speak. And my guess is that they are going to Bitcoin, gold, and silver. But there's no way for any of us to know. Vladimir Putin has told the world that the United States used the dollar as a financial weapon for way too long. And now he is the head of the BRICS. Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa. And this, too, is going to devastate the United States economy in one way or another. The bottom line is disposable income is in the toilet. 60 to 70 percent of the world hates the dollar. 60 to 70 percent of the world is are the BRICS countries. So here we are, 30 to 40 percent, and everybody's doing everything in their their power to destroy the dollar. So buckle up. I think we're going to say we're in for a wild march and a little bit of an April. But when we see rich people running to the sidelines to nine billion dollars in two days worth of trades. There's a skunk in the wood that pile. That made you nervous. Yeah, I know. You can now smell you them, but you can't nervous. find them. Yeah. I stopped almost hearing everything after you said $6 gas. <laughs> well, that's what happens. If they that's don't protect... Terrible. That's why they're How can we go it. anywhere? How can we do anything? Yeah, well... Silly bullies taking our lunch money. <laughs> well, you guys still make me smile. Here I'm giving all this bad news. You know, Greg Cooper and Lisa are on the way back to, the, to their house showings, yeah. and they just drove off the road, so... Well... Yeah. Anyway, there's another good edition of Investing Sense with our friend Denny Smith. There you go, kids. Food news coming up next as we continue here on the first day. 93 WIBC and WIBC.com. When we're together, life is great. So with the sun don't shine today, you know I'll be on my way. Welcome back to the first day. Terry Stacy, along with Denny Smith and Kylan Talley. And it's time for food news. Food and news. it's the best of food news. National Banana Bread Day was last week. And the best banana bread that I've ever had came from Heidi Ho's Baked Goods. <laughs> right. It is fantastic. And we have the maker of this great banana bread, Heidi Dilger, here with us. Heidi, welcome. (laughs) Hi, thank you for having me. You have had such a roundabout life. Let's talk about your life leading up to the baked goods. You, sure. Your husband is Ken Dilger. He was a tight end for the Colts. He was. And can you talk yes. about going through the NFL with him beforehand, before having this business? 
Well, I met Ken. Uh, we both went to University of Illinois. You know, the Colts in 95 drafted him and we came here. And it was what, what I think is kind of fun is he is from a teeny tiny town in southern Indiana. Mm-hmm. And I am from suburbs of Chicago. <laughs> when we got engaged and talking about where we wanted to live, you know, you just never know. He was hoping to play in the NFL, but you, you just never know. You know, so whether it worked out or if he did play and after he was done playing, we had talked about where we wanted to live and Chicago was too big for him and Mariah Hill was a little too small for me and we just kind of decided well let's end up in Indianapolis because it's right in between and it seems like a nice city so we were very very lucky that he got drafted here and we could just sort of make our roots here and enjoy the living in the city where he played. I think that's awesome that you're still here. I didn't know that you were all still here. You stayed as all, sometimes, sometimes the players do. They like it here. They're comfortable here. It's affordable and, uh, and they can start businesses like you've done. Yes. And that was an accident. I did not <laughs> mean to. <laughs> no, what? I just, that the banana bread, I had just kind of been making since I was a teenager and just continued to bake it. And I would, it was just one of my go-to gifts. Mm-hmm. I would you know, bring it as hostess gifts or I just have it when people came over. And just over time, my friends started telling me that I should sell it. And I just thought that was weird. And I, <laughs> didn't, I don't know, I wasn't really looking to do it. So I didn't. But then two friends in particular just kind of got together and unbeknownst to me, they came up with a plan and one of them is a graphic artist. And so, and they, you know, just my friends call me Heidi Hose. So she went with (laughs) that and designed a logo, printed out some stickers and they dropped them off and they just said, go. Wow. Wow. Okay. And And then it just, I just sort of started. I, I just sort of figure out how to package it. And I dropped a loaf off to Joe at Joe's Butcher Shop. It was just, it was really cool. I don't, I don't know anything about this business. Like I said, I didn't set out to do it, but he got back to me right away. And he said, you know, I just want to let you know, I get a lot of products. I I don't say yes very often because I get so many dropped off to me, but I just want to let you know how good this is. And I would love to carry it. So it feels cool. Oh boy. And that's kind of how it started. And then people tried it and I started getting personal orders too. And then just had a lot of requests for downtown. So then I also started selling at Goose the Market, which is yeah. at 25th in Delaware. Perfect places for you to have your, your, I mean, those are, those are the size of shops that people are coming in for a certain thing. And they're the size of shops that you don't get lost in all the products. Right. I mean, your banana bread in a smaller size place like those, it stands out. Yes. And they just, you know, the local little meat markets, they like selling local as well. So that worked out for me. And there's, there, I mean, that's how and it that's, really started. It's how it all began with Heidi Ho's. And I love the name Heidi Ho, which is perfect. <laughs> but is it exclusively banana bread? Uh, so this started about eight years ago. And then a few years ago, I just decided I have a little more time. So I did add a chocolate chunk shortbread cookie. Ooh. And that picked up speed and became super popular, too. And then the fall and holidays, Mm. I do pumpkin chocolate chip bread. And then not in the stores, just personal orders. I don't really advertise it, but I also do cake. So that's just when word gets out and someone has it, then they reach out to me. (laughs) 
And that is about all I can handle uh, just because in the Fair. fall and the holidays, it's almost nonstop. So yeah, I bet. It's just, it's kind of random that it's mostly banana bread and these cookies, but it keeps me busy. It keeps oh, you I busy bet. inside your house or do you have it gotten so big that you have to find now uh, some, a bigger kitchen? Well, it's both because for the st- uh, I do bake in a commercial kitchen because I that is necessary for stores. Oh, I didn't know about um, that part. But you know, when friends order and other things like that, I am allowed. I can bake at home. Yeah. Okay. Got so it. It's both. You've been baking since teenager. Who did you get this from? Did you bake with your grandma? Did you bake with your mom or anything like that? Or else did you just kind of figure it out yourself? My mom is a good cook and baker, and so I think a little bit with my mom, but other than that, I just I just enjoy it. You I just, just enjoy, enjoy baking. Yeah. Your recipes, your 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 own recipes. The banana bread, I I did see a recipe that was intriguing and I tried it and I would just say I tweaked it. Yeah. So I would say most of my things are just tweaked cuz I just kind of turn them to how I well, like how I like them. You know what? But that Heidi, that's your your recipe, that's your exclusive recipe. But it's making you happy, right? I mean, there's when everybody had COVID, everybody was trying to make bread. <laughs> you know? Yes. I think, yeah. Banana bread, I think, was super popular right? that sourdough. time. And sourdough. Yeah. And, right. Yeah. yeah. I, I do enjoy it. The holidays sometimes get a little too busy, but. Other than that, um, I do enjoy it. And it's just kind of fun having my own thing. And there's just all sorts of funny stories of when people get it, they hide it from their spouses or their kids. I I bring it somewhere. I I think I brought it to a friend's as a hostess gift and someone stole it. Like there's just just so many funny stories. It's that good. Truly that good. I just love hearing that. Yeah. Some truly say it's addictive, and they're right about that. I got to get some. I got to get my hands uh-huh. on some. I can't wait for you to try some. I'm how excited. Does, how does the drop off to the stores, like Goose the Market, when you're dropping it off to them, how does that work for people to get their hands on it? Yeah, Goose, just because it's a little further away, I deliver to them once a week. And then Joe's is a little closer. I deliver to them twice a week. And Goose, I typically deliver on either Wednesdays or Thursdays. And then Joe's is twice a week. And it just kind of depends when they run out. I just kind of keep tabs and try to keep them stocked. Yep. That's where we're going to find them. Hey, how's uh, how's Ken? How are you doing? How are you all doing? Ken is great. Uh, He, after football, he took a little time off and then he got into the mortgage industry. So he's a loan officer. Wow. He's smart. Um, He's going to start that. Uh, He is doing well. Good. Our kids are great. Uh, Everyone, we're all good. Thank you. That's cool. I'm glad you all stayed in Indianapolis and Indiana anyway in central Indiana. Good. I love it here. I'm really glad. And you're our baker. I'm so excited (laughs) to try the banana bread that has become an obsession with so many. Again, you can get it at Goose Market. You can get it at Joe's. Joe's Meat Joe's Market. Butcher Joe, Shop. Joe's Butcher Shop. And oh, yeah. that's in downtown Carmel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect. Okay, that's where we'll get it, but get it while it's hot. Hey, Heidi. <laughs> Heidi, thank you. Is there anything else you want us to know or our listeners to know about your breads? And, and um, uh, uh, we know that you're not doing anything online or anything like that. It's exclusive at these two shops. And well, anything I mean, else? I do take orders. I don't have a website only because I just wouldn't be able to handle it. I, right. I, you're right. That's fair. I'm just pretty busy. And then also, I mean, it sounds weird, but the banana bread part is tricky because, you know, this is really boring. But no. the, as you know, the bananas have to be ripe. Yeah. So I mm-hmm. kind of have to know ahead of time 
what my orders are because I buy the bananas at a time. So just it's a little too tricky to have a website. So it's a little antiquated, but people just need to reach out to me okay. if they'd like to place an order because I, I do get personal orders too. Uh, Heidi Hose, is that where we would find you on? I, okay. Yeah, on Facebook. There, There is a Facebook page, Heidi Hose Baked Goods, Writing and they can down. reach out to me there. Okay. We just wanted to check in with you, see where you are, see what's happening, see how we can get our hands on the good banana bread. Oh, well, thank you. And thank you so much for reaching out. Oh, it's Heidi Dilger, Heidi Hose Bakes Goods on Facebook. You can go get her stuff at Joe's Butcher Shop. And I got our goodies at Goose the Market, one of my favorite little places. It's so sweet. They do little wine tastings. Today, they have 10% off on charcuterie boards. It's fantastic. So we have some banana and bread. It is truly the best banana bread I've it ever had wonderful. in my life. It's wonderful. so good and moist and delicious and heavy. So you know it's filled with all the good stuff. Oh yeah, a you nice know? little sugar on top. Oh, it's, it's good. It and the cookies so well. Oh. Man, even Pat McAfee, he mentioned her banana bread on Did his he? show. Yeah, it's so, so comforting. Good. It's so comforting and delicious. I think it great. got Greg Cooper's undivided attention. <laughs> he just stopped, the bus stopped right there. Really good stuff, and I'm excited for the Heidi. The chocolate chunk shortbread cookies have Fantastic. a little bit of salt on top of them. And normally I'm not a salt person. Like the salted caramel, like, yeah. eh, kind of hit and miss. But that makes it was all the difference wonderful. in the world. Go check it out. Also want to mention quickly that uh, Girl Scouts are out there. I do believe today at some of the uh, locations you can look at for the Girl Scout locator, cookie locator. Dina Potter and the Girl Scouts here of Indiana, Central Indiana, they came through for uh, Casey Daniels and myself this week Aww. when Casey had, she wanted them and she wanted them right now. Now, Casey says, I want these cookies and I want them right now. I can't wait until the weekend to go to the grocery stores wow. and see the Girl Scouts out. And so I called Dina over at the Girl Scouts headquarters and um, over at Camp Delwood. And they came through. We bought our Girl Scout cookies and got them right there. And they delivered. And so I'm, I'm so grateful to all of you because we got our Girl Scout cookies. But be sure to check them out in just a few more weeks before that Girl Scout cookie time will be over. So. You got to get them. Mm-hmm. Keep gotta them in get the freezer. Them. Hey, little food deal for you real quick for food news. Krispy Kreme is offering two free original glazed donuts on March 5th. That is this Tuesday. So oh, that's super mark Tuesday. your calendars. No purchase necessary. Just go get two free donuts. Is, I'm going to be there. <laughs> is that uh, is that Super Tuesday, Denny? Uh, it is. Which is Super Tuesday. Super Tuesday. And it's all over but the shouting at that point as far <laughs> as the nominations it? go. But I do want to wish my mom a happy 94th birthday on Wednesday. Donna Jean Smith turns 94 on Wednesday. That's awesome. Still walking five to six miles a day. Fantastic lady. So, uh, yes, happy early birthday wishes to your mom and everybody else that's celebrating. Um, Let's see, what else did I want to mention? I told you about Larry the bus driver. Saw him this week. He said to send his love and respect. (laughs) And uh, and to all of you, thank you. The pregame for the IU game will be coming up here in just a moment, but also 1 o'clock, the NFL Combine opens up. So go get your Combine experience. It's so much fun. A little obstacle course. You can do the 40-yard dash, That's a right. bench press. And NFL Denny, experience. the weights are fake, so you can Oh, probably, those were fake weights? Yes, yeah. Oh, so you can, you can get through it. Sucked me right in when the guy said he did 500 reps. He oh. did once for the experience. the right. fake weights. <laughs> yeah, okay. Offensive linemen today until 5 o'clock. Drills begin at 1 o'clock out there at Lucas Oil Stadium. Again, uh, it's been a good day. I want to thank our friends, uh, Greg and Lisa, for coming and spending yeah, so much Crossroads time with us. Crossroads Collective and Compass Real Estate. Yeah. You can find them at CrossroadsCollectiveHomes.com. They're and so if good. you missed 
any of the conversation, the podcast is going to be posted on WIBC.com or wherever you get your podcasts. You can go back and listen to it. Thank I, you, my friend. I betcha. Thank you. Thank you for that. I did not get to a lot of things I wanted to get to today because we were having so much talking about real estate and doing some fun stuff. So next week we will be back. Uh, I will see you, in fact, on Saturday at the Flower and Patio Show, which starts at the State Fairgrounds on Saturday. So we'll see everybody out there on Saturday. Have a great week ahead. Again, Super Tuesday, as we mentioned, obviously this Tuesday. We'll make sure that, uh, well, you'll make sure to tune in, I'm sure, all week long and listen to everybody. Tony Katz, of course, our friends Casey and mm-hmm. Kendall, and Kendall Cameron and Casey, Nigel. And Nigel, uh, everybody. We'll see you all later. Have a good day today. Be safe. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between.